You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, 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 yo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron. Again, again, and again, I'm gonna keep bringing you the best thinkers in dentistry so that when you listen, my hope is you use some of this stuff and you create a better practice and a better life. And today we are going to do just that. I'm going to bring a good friend of mine, Dr. Tito Norris in. And this episode, if you listen to it carefully, you're going to see the secrets, the foundation to create a better practice and a better life. This is one of the most important things you'll ever learn in dentistry. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Check it out, and we'll see you soon. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I am so excited you're here and listening today. And if you've been listening for a while, you already know this is our game. Our game is to help you create a better practice and a better life. So if you're a dentist, dental professional, and you're thinking, man, I got into this whole thing of dentistry and I love it, but it's just not working the way I want it to right now. Don't worry, you're not alone. And we're going to call in the big time experts. And today I have got my good friend, Dr. Tito Norris on today, and he's going to help us understand how you can build a great foundation for a fantastic practice and a wonderful life. Tito, thanks for being on, brother. It's my pleasure, Kirk. Good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, good to see uh, you too. Now, I'm going to share with you guys this. If you're listening or watching, Tito's one of those guys that just I'm going to make it a lifetime study to figure out how the heck he does things because I've met up with him and had dinner in Mexico. I watch what he does. He has an amazing family, an amazing practice. You never look stressed. Like, I want to see you freak out one time, and I don't think that's ever going to happen. You're coming off of a four-week vacation, which I've never taken a four-week. I've taken a two-week vacation. But a four-week vacation overseas, like, you got to let us in on how all this works. Now, that's not really the essence of what we're talking about today, but maybe you can spread some, you know, light on what it is that we're going to be talking about and why it's so important. So, sure. but, but wait, sure. wait, wait, let's do this. I, I, I almost left out the most. I got a lot of young dental students listening. I want them to know who you are before we get into what it is that we're talking. So give us a little bio. Who's Tito Norris? 
Well, so I, uh, you know, I'm a native Texan. Uh, I grew up in, in South Texas and uh, went, to, went to college at UT Austin, uh, dental school in San Antonio right here. Uh, finished up in, in uh, I did, actually did a general practice residency at the VA hospital in Washington, D.C., followed by uh, an orthodontics residency also in D.C. At, at Howard University. From there, um, my wife actually got sent to uh, Japan. Uh, she had been through medical school and an Air Force scholarship. So uh, when she finished her residency, they sent her to Japan. So I had my choice. I could uh, either go as her dependent and flip burgers for years, for three years, or I could uh, join the Air Force and, uh, and do orthodontics, which is what I love. And so that's what I decided to do. So I spent three wonderful years in Japan, uh, came back uh, to San Antonio in 1998, and uh, started a practice from scratch. So you know, I've been there. Um, I was actually, you know, as I was starting my practice, I was an associate uh, at, at another office, you know, for a short period of time. So, uh, so I've kind of done a little bit of everything. I've, you know, I've, I've done that. So I've, I've taught for a little bit. So I've done some some academics. I've done some private practice. I've done, you know, I've done uh, associateship. I've, I've done it all. I've built a practice from from scratch, and. Um, and it's, you know, I have to say it's, uh, it's been stressful and it takes a lot of work and, but it's also very rewarding and, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. So, um, we opened 1998. So what's that? 24 years in private practice now as, as an orthotic specialist. And, um, you know, so, so my whole thing is, is really, you know, life balance, Kirk and, and you and I have kind of talked about this. We've had some other conversations about that because, uh, it's, it's really easy to get sort of like sucked into this growth mentality and, you know, I've got to be, I've got to be bigger. I've got to, you know, I've got to be a better provider. I, I, you know, I mean, there's this, this, you know, competition with your colleagues and your classmates and your, you know, competitors and all, all this kind of stuff. And, um, and all that stuff is good. It's it's healthy because that's what that's what drives us, right? Um, and especially you know people who are in the dental profession very often are are tend to be very driven. They're very, very type A. Yeah. But you got you got to balance that with uh, with sharpening the saw and with you know with with coming home at the end of the day and and being able to give your family the the best of you rather than just the rest of you. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and that's something that. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get early on in my career and I, I, I just didn't get that concept. I was, I was such a hard charger and I was so, so hell bent on, on just raising the bar and, and just getting better and taking all the CE and, and marketing and managing and, you know, growing from one employee, um, you know, all the way up to now, now we've got like 25, right? Wow. So, um, so it's been a, it's been a long road, and I've and I've, I've had a few bumps along the way, and I've, I've definitely learned uh, some things along the way. And uh, you know, one of the things that that uh, if I could share with with young listeners would be to you know, it's really difficult to take care of everything else if you don't first take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay. And that's uh, you know, of, of all the things I've done, right or wrong, good or bad, that's one thing I've, I've actually done a pretty good job of over the years is that uh, you know, I eat well, I sleep well. And I found uh, some exercise that really speaks to me. Um, you know, I, I swam 3,500 meters this morning, you know, wow. as part of my, my workout with my team. And on days that I don't swim, I go to the gym. And then on the weekends, uh, you know, I'm riding my bike. And, and so I just I stay active. And, um, and that's, you know, how I can do that at 55 and, and keep, you know, keep going at this, uh, at this pace. Um, yeah. So that, you're 55. Be, I thought you were yeah. so much younger than that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You look great, man. Thanks. Thanks. 
so that you know that's that'd be one key piece of advice is you know really take care of yourself right yeah. and 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 you know eat good wholesome food give your body plenty of rest schedule time off and that you know that's that's one thing and, and you and i discussed this you know for the majority of my career uh, i've basically worked you know three weeks on and one week off and um you know whether that week was spent going to a ce program or taking a vacation with our family or just having some downtime to you know uh, sharpen the saw and 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 you know do some reading or you know just chill out or blah 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 you know whatever right. it takes you know um because it, it's it's really difficult to go at, at this pace and at this stress level if you don't you know occasionally just let out some steam and I think that needs to be done on a regular basis, whether that, you know, whether that's quarterly for you, whether that's every other month or whether that's, you know, every six weeks or whether that's once a month, you know, to find a, find something that works for you. And, and you know, that's, that's a completely different mindset because, you know, some people, a lot of my friends, they ask me, you know, Tito, how do you do it? You know, how do you take off that much time? And I say, I mean, the answer is simple. I schedule it. Yeah. Okay. I open up my 2022, 2023 calendar. It's already done. Okay, so all the meetings I want to go to, all the vacations I want to go on, it's already done. It's in the books. It's in the calendar. And and guess what? The time that's left over, that's when I see patients. Okay, wow. and the and the patients don't know. They don't yeah. know because they're coming in by appointments. And you know, of course, now I'm in a little bit of a different situation because I've I've got a I've got a partner and I've, you know got another uh, associate coming on board. So. So things are a little different, you know, at this stage uh, of my career. But, um, you know, I don't want to be a, a dead horse, but those are, uh, you know, those two key things. Number one, take care of yourself. And 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 really part of that, you know, like I said, uh, is just the, the physical itself. But then the other part is, is really just kind of like taking that time off for your mental self yeah. as well. Yeah. And and finding, you know, whatever it is that that, um, you know, helps that mental balance. And, and for me, you know, for some people's yoga, for some people's meditation, for me, it's swimming. OK, so so while I'm swimming, I'm just I'm basically meditating. I mean, you know, yeah. and um, and so that that really helps me stay, you know, stay sane and, and balanced and energized and ready to, to you know, shoot the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so let's go through there, um, you know, because. Uh, again, like I'm going to make you one of the people I study. I'm already in the, so you guys just, just to give you a little background, Tito and a couple of, they're like, come meet us for dinner in Mexico. Well, it was in the side of a mountain on the ocean. It wasn't just in a restaurant it was spectacular. One of the greatest nights of my life. And as I sit and just listen to you guys, I mean, you guys are never talking dentistry. You're laughing, you're having a great time and you guys have all experienced that. And in order to take care of yourself, be able to take the time off, you know, part of it is getting a practice that works. And so you said to me before we hit the go button, is it too much to talk about core values? I'm like, dude, game on. That is like, that's, that's my favorite thing. And so you said, what about the foundation? So can you describe that, describe that whole concept of what you built? Absolutely. Well, so first of all, let me just say, uh, Kirk, that for years, I, you know, I got by without even, I mean, I hadn't even heard of core value. What is that? You know, I just thought it was some kind of, you know, like mucky muck talk from, you know, the corporate gurus and and all the stuff. And it wasn't until, uh, you know, we actually, we got to a certain size where I just felt like the, the HR was just kind of beyond what I could, you know, manage by myself. And so I wanted to get some help. So, so I hired uh, someone to come in and help our team develop core values. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And so as a team, we all got in a room and basically uh, we just had a huge whiteboard and, and essentially we went around the room and our, 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 um, our consultant directed us and basically uh, said, okay, so what are the, the, the top characteristics of your top performers, your, your favorite people that you've ever worked with? What are those? What, what made them amazing? Okay. And sometimes, sometimes it's like punctuality, right? And sometimes it's like, man, they were an amazing teammate. They really stepped in when I was, when I was down. And sometimes like, you know, they were such a, they were always willing to learn. And uh, sometimes it was like, you know, they're, they're very, very uh, efficient with their time. Uh, sometimes it was like, um, you know, they were they incredible uh, in attention to detail. Right? right. And sometimes it's like, oh man, they were so innovative. They always came up with great ideas. And so we, so we documented all these things and, and basically we just kind of whittled and whittled and, you know, basically um, boiled it down to these, to these seven things that are now the foundation of our practice. And I, and I say foundation because, you know, now it's just like, how on earth do we ever operate without them? Because now you know, we, we, we hire using our core values, right? Yes. So our, we, we, we interview, interview our, our new candidates and, and, you know, and we, we say, okay, does this person fit our core values? And we, you know, and we fire by core values and we discipline by core values and we reward by core values. And, and it's just, it's the, it's a complete foundation of the people portion of our practice, right? Which is our practice, right? Your right. practice are, is your people. Okay. Right. I mean, th th that's all it is. It's just, it's your team. That's right. what your practice is. Now speak to the before and after photos that we're looking at with pre core, pre no core values. Yeah. Post core values like what's the difference why would i why would i what did you learn pre and post well i mean i, I used to have a lot more um just hr stuff okay mm -hmm. to deal with well she said this and you know just all that bickering stuff okay right. and there's just you know when when i got team buy-in when the team itself actually were the ones to help develop those core values and the team, you know, put them down on paper and then they all signed. Like, uh, okay, they, we've got a, back in the break room, we've got a big poster with their core values and they, there's, each one of their signatures is on that poster. Okay. Love it. So in order to work here, you have to live by those core values. Okay. And every week we actually have a little, little drawing, right? For, for you know, a little bit of money, right? And it basically you, you, you nominate each other for uh, basically teammate of the week. And guess what? That's based on core values, yeah. right? What did, what did this person do that was so great? And how did that fit it? And you know, which, which element of those core values did it really resonate with? Okay. Yeah. So can I ask you about that? Do you have like a little sure. form that they fill and they put into a box? Like, how do you do that? Yeah. And with so, that many? Yeah, basically we've got a Google doc that's open for everybody. Right. And, and basically when, when something, when somebody does something really cool, um, you know, you just go in, you type in their name, what they did, which core value it, it's associated with. Love it. Okay. So, so throughout the week, you know, and they can pull it up on any computer. It's a, you know, it's a live document. And then that way it eliminates, you know, sticky notes and pieces of paper and so forth. Everybody's got access to it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, can I ask you a few more questions too? Cause this sure. is my favorite thing. So if you've ever listened to the podcast, you know, now I, I'm, I'm going to say this because Tito and I were talking like, 
I'm 52, so I'm a little bit behind you, but like I wasted the first half of my career without these in place. And I would have told you, I don't need to do, you know, let's get to the important stuff, which is the business and the systems and the marketing and all this. And little did I know that that was the most important thing. What I found personally is the more you lean into what you're talking about, what Tito is mentioning, and I'm telling you guys, if you're listening, the less crazy stuff you deal with, you deal with better stuff, better conversations, magical things happen. People come to you and go, I want to be a part of this. And you're like, where did you come from? It's wild when that starts to happen. And one of my questions is this, a lot of people go down this path, but the word like, you you know, you got to really nail the words because the word integrity doesn't really describe a behavior. It describes a, I, I, and I'm, I'm just asking here, like, how did you come up with your seven? Like what, what made you decide these are our seven? Well, like I said, it was it was a team effort. Literally, it was a team effort, and 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 we've had all these qualities, you know, up on the board, and we simply, you know, digested them into okay. Well, is this one similar to this? Yeah, it is. But what's a what's a better word, you know, for this, or what's a better phrase you know, for this? And and it was really just the the powers of deduction, if if you will. I mean, like like I said, we we probably had a hundred descriptors on the board when we were right. finished, kind of describing uh, our, our favorite people that we'd ever worked with, right? And and essentially from that those hundred qualities we were able to to say you know like basically just keep boiling it down keep condensing it and 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 then get down to really the sauce right like the 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 reduction sauce if you will that, that goes on top of the of the filet mignon or what you know it's just and that's 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 what it is and, and in fact we were able to you know kind of play a little word game with it and so that now we have a mnemonic to help. Uh, remember our seven core values. And guess what? We were able to get that, that mnemonic reads, I'm to lead. Say that okay. again. So wait, describe yeah. that. So, 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 so basically let me give you our, our, our seven core values. Right? Please. Innovative. That's the I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mindset, having a positive mindset. Uh, team before self. Yep. Having an ownership mentality in everything that you do, being a lifelong learner, mm-hmm. uh, being efficient with your time, with your, ener- with your energy, with your resources, um, attention to detail. And I would have said Disney type service, but we upped it just what? a bit. It was, it's making Disney jealous. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I- it was actually eight rather than seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually, I really love that when you give your own name to something, we have a, we have a dentist, her name's Susan Thompson, and she has one called ride or die. Do you know what I mean? Like you you gotta, you gotta think like ride or die, you know, we're not going to die, but like we ride and we ride together type of a thing. So I love it when you create your own thing. Now, how do you use them when you say you hire and you fire? Tell me a little bit more about that. Cause I always love to hear these stories. Great question. So yesterday we had, uh, we had someone coming in for a, for an interview, and she was you know coming in for an administrative position, and uh, and you know following the interview, we basically you know gave her an office tour, and we went back to the break room, and we said, look, this poster is our core values, and this is, you know, these are our core values, and this is this is what we live by every day, and we we start the day with this, we end the day with this, everything that you do throughout the day is going to be based on these eight principles and um you know read them look at them and see if this is the kind of place that you want to work yeah and uh, because because everybody whose signature is on this piece of paper i mean they have made a commitment to subscribe to these core values 
Mm-hmm. And, and and if they you know if they fail to subscribe to the core values, well then you know there's going to need to be some some action there, right? And right. and we'll bring that to their attention, and you know obviously give them some some cues for correction. And uh, if they if they can correct that, well then you know fantastic. We'd love to have them back in the fold. But if they can't if they can't live by those core values, for instance, you know if a team before self, if if you can't live by that. Right. And if and if you are going to be out late party in and, you know, you just can't get to work on time. Uh, now, listen, if you've got a child that's, you know, school doesn't open until, you know, 730 and, and you were supposed to be here at seven o'clock. OK, that's a little different situation. Right. right? And we're going to have to you know make some accommodations for that. But if you're just notoriously late just because you don't like to wake up early. Well, then you're not subscribing to our core values and we need to, you know, we need to talk about that and you either need to be here on time or we need to help you find a, a place that, you know, has later hours. Yeah. Let me uh, ask you a question. It's been a thought this office. Okay. We're going to keep, I'll go back to that. So when you hire, are you looking for competency or are you looking for like the core values thing? Are you, you know, and I actually have a story about you that you don't know. So and I'm going to tell it because you'll love it. So there's a woman and she's in your study club and I was having a conversation with her and she's like, you know what? And she's like, do you know Tito Norris? I'm like, I do. And she's like, I, I got to figure him out. Like he has this amazing person. And I asked him, where'd you get her? And he goes, a museum <laughs> or something like that. Or like he, she said, you always have a knack of finding these really crazy, cool people and you don't find them in dentistry. True or false? Um, I find them wherever I find them, uh, Kirk. And, and, and that's the thing. When I, when I see somebody that just with the sparkle in their eye and, and you feel that energy, and that that just desire to just to to be you know uh, to serve right because mm-hmm. I mean that's what we do is we serve we serve our patients we serve each other I mean that's that's a that's ultimate in servant leadership and when you see that and and it could be that I mean I think I know what you uh, which employee you're talking about I found her that actually at a jewelry store oh jewelry okay. store that's right that's right yeah yeah yeah. And she just, I mean, literally, she just blew me away with her customer service. Yeah. And I mean, I went back, I sat in my car and I went back into the store and I just said, hey, listen, if you're ever looking for a job, I want you to give me a call. Yeah. And uh, and sure enough, like two years later, she she resurfaced, she, she, she shot me an email and she's an amazing employee, amazing. Um, I, funny story, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a, a young woman who came in, she was a transfer patient from California. And, uh, and there was just, she just had something about her that, that really never been into dentistry. She'd work at a sprinkler, uh, head company. She worked at Rainbird out of California. She put together, uh, purses. Uh, she assembled shoes. She made scarves. She was in her mid twenties, but I tell you what, you know, there was something about her. I was like, this little girl is a worker bee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's always had a job since she was, you know, 18 years old. And, and she's, um, and I could just, I, I could just sort of feel that energy. And, and I was like, Hey, do you have a job? And she's like, no, I'm really, I'm really looking for one. Yeah. Like, you know what? And, and, and for us, you know, there are places in the practice where we can, we can, you know, introduce someone in an entry level position. Okay. In, in our particular practice, that's in what we call records. All right. So basically taking photographs and, and, and radiographs. All right. And we can, we can train them on that in a very short period of time. And, and really get to know them. And, and she's been a shining star and she's been here three weeks now. And the other day, you know, we had, we had a little, uh, 
gosh, we had a couple of people out on vacation, a couple of people with COVID. And it turns out that she was the only person in records. And she ran that entire column by herself three weeks into the job. All right. Wow. I was, and I was just so grateful for her and, and so, so glad that we, you know, kind of took a chance on this, on this play. I, I love Tom Landry, Tom Landry, you know, the, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, yep. right? legendary coach. And he used to always say, hire the athlete, not the position. Yeah. All right. That was his quote. So, so if you can find someone who's just got the right stuff, right. And, and, and whether that's a server at a restaurant or whether that's, you know, you know, and they're, they're all over the place. Right. But you just got to find them and, and you got to basically just got to make them a, a better offer. Now, what does that mean? That's not always just money. Kurt. Sometimes that's job satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's introducing them to a family that really cares about them and, and loves them. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's what I'm proud about is, is the fact that we've got, you know, this, this amazing group of people who, um, who, who bring someone young like that with, you know, with very little or to no experience and can help, you know, just basically embrace them and, and makes them feel special and makes them feel like they belong. And, um, you know, that, that goes a long way. Um, you know, we're, we're taking the, the uh, everybody on a, on a cruise here in a couple of months. And so, I mean, she just got hired, but you know, two weeks or excuse me, two months into her, her, her job, she's going to be going on a Caribbean cruise. Okay. That's awesome. I mean, you know, so I want to work for you. (laughs) Well, so, so here's the, and and I've always said birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So, you know, and then she might have a friend, right. Or, or, and so you, you, you ask your current, you know, team members, if, if they've got, you know, if they know someone to, to hire, then that's, Basically, how we yeah you know, okay. This past week, mm-hmm. <laughs> had a had a a, a patient um, who was actually from Honduras. Okay, and, and he came in. His wife came with him. Lo and behold, she used to be an orthodontic assistant. Wow. So we were really shorthanded, and and she said, "Hey, do you, you know, do you want me to help?" And I was like, "Heck yeah, yeah, come on over here, put on some gloves." So she she helped me, you know, put on this guy's braces, and then uh, she did an amazing job. She knew her mesial from distal. She knew how to butter the brackets. Wow. And, and we just and we had fun. And so my office manager's contacting her today. Yeah. Okay. Let's give her let's 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 give her a shot. Let's give her so you never know. I mean, you can you can find them anywhere, but it's they've just like I said, it's 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 a sparkle in their eye, it's the energy that they have, it's their willingness to learn, it's their willingness to jump in. Uh, you know, it's, it's they've got that, they've got it. Right. Yeah. It whatever whatever it is. And and you can see it, someone might be serving you ice cream or or you know, someone might be washing your car. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's, it's, it's just that, that extra little thing that they, that they've got. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I, I can't, I can't even describe the entire power of it, but they, they, they transcend like coaching. They transcend like learning about the, they figure things out because they're they're They have these innate values that you value so much. And I want to ask you, because you're a great teacher, you talk to a lot of other offices. You've had the Tino Norris experience, which we'll put a link down. You have people that come see what, and you talk about this. What do you see that dentists get wrong when they start to go home and do this? What, where, where do they go wrong with it? I think it's really tough for dentists to, 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 to let go. Okay. Not micromanage everything in their practice to, to provide, you know, training, uh, you know, and then empower your team to do what they do best. Okay. Right. And, and you can empower them a number of different ways. Um, you know, one, one of my favorite things, and I think you've probably had a, a, a an entire 
conversation about this, and that is the empowering handoff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when, when I'm in a new patient examination or if I'm in, in, a, in, a, in a room, I, I just I try to always say, hey, listen, I'm going to turn you over to Julie. She's amazing. And, and she's, she's been doing this for 30 years. In fact, she's <laughs> way better than I am. So I'm going to turn you over to her very capable hands. And you know what? She's got the power to work within your budget and make it affordable. I don't want finances to stand in the way of anybody. Uh, getting the best orthodontic treatment possible. So, so she's she's got the power to work within your budget and make this happen if this is the right place for you. Yeah, that's so awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> you know, if I were to have your team members on here and we were to do like, uh, let's reveal all on Tito, like what would they say? You know, in no practice, my my team members would tell you a lot that you probably wouldn't want to hear, but like uh, they, I would hope that the sum of it would be like, no, when he started following the core values, because I'll, I'll be transparent. There's nobody that violates the core values more than the person who starts the business, you know, cause, and, and they, they hold you accountable. They talk to each other about it. Do you find that to be true? Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they hold, they hold uh, Absolutely. They hold the leaders accountable. They hold everybody. I mean, everybody holds everybody uh, accountable. Right? right. And, 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 uh, you know, not to get in too far into a tangent, but as another part of that exercise, in addition to uh, developing those core values, we actually developed an accountability chart. Okay. Mm, tell so me, now, the, I love that. Now go, go okay. deeper on that. Well, I mean, basically there's a lot of, okay. So what needs to happen in order for us to treat a patient, right? So we got to have some, some marketing stuff going on, right? You've got a new patient process that has to happen. You know, you've got to have a physical plant that, that runs smoothly. You've got to have all the computers working and things like that. You've got to have clinical chairs and, and, you know, uh, DTRs, right? Dental treatment rooms and stuff that, that work and function properly. And then, you know, you've got to have uh, you know, uh, supplies, right, show up at the right time and the right amounts. And, and so you got all these different elements of the practice. And so who is actually the lead on each of those, you know, elements all throughout the, the you know, throughout, throughout the board, throughout the, so that, so that we've got one person to go to, okay, right. if, 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 you know, if the supply is not there, like, well, I don't know, I, well, she was supposed to order, well, I don't know, no, 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 no. You have one person who's, responsible for the supplies being here. Mm-hmm. And if and the supplies aren't there, well then, you know, it, they basically have the power to say, listen, you know, you guys did not notify me when we were down to the last five of those things. Therefore, the onus falls on you. So it's your responsibility. Ultimately, I'm going to take the heat, but I mean, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the military, honestly, you know, yeah. it's like they're, they're the, they're the Colonel, right. Of, of their platoon or whatever. You know? Right. And that's got to be freeing for you that you only go to one person for the entire department Absolutely. instead of everybody, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's no question as to who to go to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, something's broken in, in, in the office. If the sink doesn't work, I, I mean, we know right. exactly who to go to. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So talk, talk to me about the, the difficult conversation because everybody faces this in your career. You have this team member. Maybe right seat, but not right person. And you got to have the core values conversation. Have you ever been put in that predicament? It's a tough one. I'm, I've been clinically diagnosed as a wuss. So that's a hard one for me. You know what I mean? So how do you handle those? You know, I'm, my hope is you haven't had one recently, but like you probably have in your career. How would you suggest we handle that? Well, so, so here's the thing, you, you know, the main thing is, is having the right person, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you've got the right person, you know, they'll basically find the right seat. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not saying not, not always, sometimes they need a little guidance and direction and so forth, right. but, um, 
but that's the key is, is number one, getting, getting, you know, cause you mentioned uh, right person, wrong seat in the practice. Right. Okay. And so if that's the case, you know, typically they'll tend to, to gravitate towards uh, like, for instance, you know, I've been uh, on reception, I've been doing reception for, you know, 10 years now, and I'm just kind of burned out on that. I would much rather move towards doing the schedule or insurance or, you know, something like that. Um, you know, or maybe uh, they started in records and we're, we're training them and transitioning them over into, into the clinic because, you know, those are more sought after jobs, are higher paying jobs. You know, they're a little higher in the, in the hierarchy of the, of, the, of the practice and so forth. Um, you know, what you can never uh, resolve really is, is the wrong person, right seat. You know, right. <laughs> and, and, and so those are those are. And, and when we say wrong person. Literally, what that means is that somebody who just doesn't subscribe to the core values. Yes. Right? And and when you have that situation, you know, you know like I said before, you you, you have a, a guide, a very detailed guide, uh, where it's, listen, this behavior was not congruent with this core value. This behavior was, didn't resonate with this core value. And right. so, you know, you give the opportunities, you, you train, and, and if they can, if they can, come up to stuff. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Then they become, then they become the right person. Now go back but to that. So, so you are, so you're calling them out on it when absolutely. you see those things happen. And do you do it in a regular process where you're doing like a sit down with each one of them? And then you after. give them a chance, you give them a chance to succeed after you've yeah. called it out. And you've got to, you've got to do it immediately because you know, the right. thing is, Oh, remember two weeks ago when you did that thing, you know, that, that didn't work. I mean, it's right. gotta be, you know, at least that day, if not that instant, um, you know, like within the hour would be, would be the best case scenario. It's like, Hey, listen, you know, this little situation happened and, um, you know, this just, it's just not congruent with our core values. And so here's, here's what I'm going to need you to do. Um, mm. And most everybody's receptive to that. You know, the first time absolutely. you do it, it might be difficult. The second time people are waiting for you to do it, you know, well, right. It, it, yeah. And, and the, here's the thing, Kirk, they've, they read the core values. They know the core values. You know, they've signed the core values. We even have the little, little cards they can carry around in their wallet. So it's not a surprise. Okay. Right. If they, if they, if they go against the core values, it's because they, ch it's almost like they chose to do it. It's not like they don't, Oh, I didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, it's because I was confused. No, no, right. it's extremely clear. Yeah. And going back to what you said, right person, wrong seat. I'll take anybody who fits our core vows. I'll absolutely. find a seat for them. You know, we'll That's, make a seat for them, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Yep. Yeah. Now, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your no, story. no, no. If you, if, you, if you find the right person, you know, uh, the, the person that I hired from the jewelry store, he had no dental experience whatsoever. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, came in as a receptionist and she ended up being, uh, basically a, a treatment coordinator, a new patient coordinator, which is a, a very prestigious, you know, I mean, that's basically top of the pecking order uh, right. in, in, in our practice. And, uh, you know, she, uh, basically you know, quadrupled her salary, um, in a, like a four year period. Yeah. And so Tito, let me ask you this. I'm a 32 year old listener. I got this busy practice. I can't get anybody to answer my ads. So I'm totally picking up what you're putting down. Like, I just feel like I'm struggling. Speak to me, brother. Like, give me some, help me out of the mud. What would you tell me? I say, number one, do you ever interact with your patients? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because some, sometimes your patients can, I mean, you're, you're interacting with people and sometimes it's a mom, sometimes it's a dad, sometimes it's, you know, maybe it's a, a 
your kid, you know, home from college that, that, you know, is going to help get you through the busy summer month and do some sterilization or something like that. All right. Do you, do you ever go out to eat? You know, do you ever like go to the dry cleaners? Uh, do you ever, I mean, just like if you are out in the world and living, then you're meeting and interacting with people. Right. And, and when you interact with someone who makes you feel good, bring it up, say, listen, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I, I, you know, I'm a dentist and we have an amazing team and I think you'd be a, a, a fantastic addition to the team. And I, well, I don't have any experience. Well, it's no problem. You know, we can train you. Yeah. You've got the right person. We can provide that, that training, but you know, you've got that special something that we're looking for. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's well better than minimum wage. And there's, there's definitely a ladder of opportunity for, for, um, you know, improving um, not only your, your, position or pay. But along with that, I mean, you know, full benefits and, and, and medical and continued education and uniform. And, and, and plus, there's just a lot to be said, as I mentioned before, about being part of, of just something bigger than, and, and part of a, a team, part of a family um, uh, that that's just a warm place to come to work. Yeah, it's funny you say that. But do, uh, this is our third year doing intern programs, and I I highly encourage everybody to do it for multitude of reasons. But we get these kids that are great kids coming in. Now, two things: number one, it's fun to have them around because they figure out things we can't figure out. Number two, we make sure they're our core values. Number three, it creates a whole other layer of accountability. Like one of them is a classmate of my daughter. You know, so like. They're, they get to come behind the scenes here and see what's really going on. And next week is our team meeting. And my team is like, are we going to have the interns? Here? I'm like, absolutely. We're going to let them sit right in all these meetings and show them how the real business world works. And Laura's who's like, this isn't the real business world. Like this is like actually going to be a great experience for them. And then also too, I mean, you think about the responsibility that you have, or I have, it's growing leaders. And so who knows where these kids are going to go. My hope is that their stop here influences a little bit of the rest of their life. And what a great place that is. And so we have medals. We have each one of our Corvettes, six of them in medals, and we hand them out quarterly, you know? So I, I love what you do. I'm going to embrace that. But like, however you do it, you got to find a way to reward people so that you can say that they're alive, right? Can you speak to that? Like they, you have to prove these things are alive and well. Absolutely. Um, and, and you mentioned metal and that's something else I just want to touch on here real quick. And this is kind of a throwback from my Air Force days. Uh, so we actually have a, a coin right, that, that everybody carries around. And on that coin, it says excellence in all we do. Wow. And so you know, at any point, at any time, anywhere, I can ask for someone to produce that coin. Right? And if they have it on their person, right, on their keychain or, you know, in their pocket or, I had one pay, uh, one employee one time. She sewed little pockets into her bra so that she could carry around her coin. <laughs> <laughs> but she could she could whip that coin out like nothing. Anyway, um, if you can do that, then you're going to get whatever kind of reward that we're offering. It could be right. a massage. You could you're going to wash your car. You know, movie tickets, uh, dinner, whatever. Mm -hmm. but, it, but if you don't have your coin on you, then someone else, one of your teammates, can give a specific example of of how you recently demonstrated excellence in all that you do. And ultimately that's really better than, you know, carrying around a coin is, is carrying right. around that philosophy of, of being an excellent in, in everything that you do. And so, um, so, so they also get rewarded um, because, because that's ultimately what you're after is right. just a constant reminder that, that, you know, we are here to produce excellence in all that we do. 
buddy. I love this. I, and I, I mean, I don't think we could talk about these things enough because I've learned firsthand. It was also, I mean, it's, it's been the most beneficial thing I've done. And it's also been the most detrimental thing I've, I've never done. You know what I mean? So like it's, I'm so glad that I actually listened to a coach eventually. And so I'll tell this story. I've told it before. Like I had a coach walk into my office and he was, he, not everybody liked him, but he's like, listen, where are your core values? And I said, oh, I love that. They're in here. He goes, no, where are they? And I said, karate here, not here. He's like, this is what he said to me. Shut up. Like, I want them everywhere. I want them on cups. I want them yeah. on the wall. I want them. I, it is your flag in the ground. And he actually said this to me. We don't do anything until those things are crystal clear because everything we do is going to go through the lens of those. And I was like, and I'm Amen, so glad brother. he said that. You know what I mean? So, Amen. buddy, any last thoughts you have yeah, on couple, core values? Well, um, a couple things. Uh, you know, number one, we um, we, we give a, an in-house course here uh, in, yeah. in our office. Okay, for and this is for orthodontic specialists. And uh, as part of that, uh, it's not just like me lecturing for, for two days. It's the whole team actually coming together and giving like little TED Talks on, on what is it that they do? What's their secret sauce in the area of you know, how to answer the phone? What's their secret sauce on the area of, you know, whatever, hiring and firing? And, and, and so the whole team is really involved in this, in this process. And it's, it's it, like I said, it's for uh, orthodontics it's called the Norris Experience. And that can be found at, at Dynaflex.com. Uh, so if for any orthodontist listening, um, that's, that's, a, uh, we do that twice a year and it's a, it's a great weekend course. All right. Uh, just some other educational opportunities. Uh, if, if you don't mind, Kurt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, please. Yeah. So, um, I've got a channel on, uh, Clark.com and it's got a weird spelling. It's Q L A R K Clark.com. And it's orthodontic, you know, tidbits and, and, and things like that. Once again, really more geared, uh, towards, uh, orthodontists and, uh, and it's, it's not. Um, I mean, basically, it's just a lot of pearls that we're sharing, and we, we try to post like a weekly little little pearl on, on what we do, and you know, here in the practice. Uh, and then, and then, lastly, uh, you know, for anyone out there who who does orthodontics, um, come check out my bracket system. It's an it's a Norris 2026 uh, bracket system. You can find it on Dynaflex.com. Uh, Dynaflex is our, our distributor who uh, you know uh, who sells that that product for us. So it's you know, wires and brackets. Uh, and what's unique about it is that we've uh, made the, the bracket slots smaller so that it actually fits the wires that we like to use today. And so you have better control, 3D control. It's all about efficiency, right? Yeah. And so if we can if we can get excellent results in fewer appointments, um, that's what allows us to have a little bit better life balance. And so this this all, you can see how this all fits in together here. Yeah, I'm going to encourage you to check it all out. Now, if you're not taking notes at home, we're taking them for you. So our post producers, so if you flip up, I don't care if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, flip up to the show notes, you're going to see links to the Norris experience and all of those. And I'll tell you, like uh, I've done previous podcasts with uh, Tito and just how you think about systems with the different color instruments and everything. It is worth your time to check it out because it'll save hundreds and hundreds of hours. I love the way you think in terms of systems. I mean, you and I are going to do a lot of these uh, and just take apart a different component, but you'll be able to see all those links in there uh, when you go to the show notes. So brother, thanks for being on. I really appreciate it. Been a pleasure, Kurt. Good to see you again, my friend. Yeah, where are we going to dinner next? That's my question to you. That's my real question. And you can take a few days to figure that one out because I will get on a plane and meet you wherever that is. So um, we'll have to we'll have to figure out something cool. But um, you got it. 
Cool. Well, stick around while I say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the Best Practice Show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today, which I know you did, just do us a favor. Hit the share button, share it with your friends. Keep sending us suggestions for things that you guys want to see. You're going to see I have Tito back again and again and again. If you're wondering, like, What's a topic that you want to talk about? Send them to me. You guys send them to me all the time. They're great subjects. I'll get Tito on and we'll ask the expert and he can tell us what he thinks about that. Because remember, your problems are really never your problems. It's how you think about your problems. So I want you to keep showing up and we're going to improve your thinking so you can improve your practice and improve your life. So until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, keep watching the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.